Hey everybody, welcome back to the Time Pass Podcast. This is your host, Ashika. Thank you so much for joining me today, you guys. Real quick, I want to remind you to please follow me on Instagram at timepass underscore podcast. Like me on Facebook at timepasspodcast. Um, subscribe to iPodcast. Subscribe to this podcast on Pandora, Spotify, etc., etc. Um, real quick, speaking of Pandora, I know I told you guys a couple weeks ago um, that the Time Pass podcast had disappeared from the um, Pandora library, and I am happy to report that we are back. Um, Pandora, I reached out to them to correct the issue. I really don't know what happened, but they fixed it and I'm back. So you can find me on Pandora and listen to me that way again now as well. All right, you guys, it is today is December 18th and it is Christmas time. Um, I love the holidays and Christmas time is it's just fun. It's a cheerful time. Um, there's decorations. People are celebrating. It's it's just a time to be uh, with family, with friends. I think of it as like a time of warmth and um, a time for wishes, right? We all make wishes um, for Christmas, things that we want, gifts, whatever it is. And I can honestly say that all I want for Christmas is for COVID to go away. Hello, lockdown, my old friend. We are literally in a lockdown or shelter in place again here in the state of California. Um, the California state, what the governor did this time was he broke up the state into regions. And right now, as of today, all regions except for one, which is the Northern California region, um, is what they're calling it, which I feel weird about because technically Sacramento is in Northern California. But anyway, um, the Northern California region is the only region that is not in a stay-at-home order right now. So almost the entirety of California is basically in, a, in another lockdown that should last for at least three weeks, and it could be pushed and evaluated if we don't get those ICU uh, numbers back up. So what does that even mean for us? All of us that are trying to get together and celebrate and have this joyous time and be with our friends, it means restaurants, there's no dining in. Um, there's no dining out either. You can't dine outdoors like we used to be able to either, although it's rather cold up here. I'm sure like down south in Southern California, they would probably really like to do that. Although I heard that there was they were kind of protesting that or not protesting, but I filed a lawsuit um, saying that the L.A. restaurants still wanted to be able to operate outdoors. I don't really know where that has gone. But anyway, there's no dining in. There's no dining out. There's no haircuts. Can't get my haircut. Um, there's no salons. There's no nail shops. Can't get my nails. I literally got my nails done for the holidays like two days before we went into this lockdown. There's no work for some people, and there's no travel. There's not a lot of travel happening right now. It's not recommended. Um, so a lot of people who would normally travel to see family or friends or travel for a vacation on the holidays, they're not doing that. Uh, it's been a rough year. It's been really, really hard, uh, especially when it comes to travel, because I know I did one episode that was very travel-focused, but travel is a passion of mine. It's something that I completely enjoy doing. 
I only took one trip this no no two trips this year <laughs> post COVID. Um, I did take a big trip to India, but it was earlier in at the end of February, right pre COVID. The week I got back from India was the week that we went into the first shelter in place. So that timing was like the timing was good. It worked out for me in the long run. But anyway, um, I only took two trips this year. I had a big birthday trip planned um, in October and it was international and I couldn't do that. So I ended up, you know, going to New Orleans with my friends, but I haven't been able to do travel like I normally do. And it's really taken a toll on me because when I travel, it's a way for me to kind of escape my reality, clear my head, reset my system. Um, and I know it's like that for a lot of people. Uh, I, I just, it's been hard. It's been hard for all of us who had these plans for 2020. You know, remember last year around this time, we were thinking like 2020 is going to be like this and I'm going to do this next year. and I'm going to do that next year and blah, blah, blah. Well, a lot of us didn't do any of that shit. And, you know, we don't need to feel bad about it. It's just the way it went down. But it just sucks. Um, so what does this mean for Christmas, right? COVID and Christmas shopping. I basically did all my Christmas shopping. Not basically, I did. I did all my Christmas shopping online. Amazon got all my business this year. I don't actually, and I think that's right because I don't think I bought anything off of a regular website. I think I bought everything I wanted off of Amazon just because I'm a Prime member and I feel like I could get what I needed quickly. And I did finish all my Christmas shopping. I haven't wrapped everything. I'm actually, if I look straight ahead, I can stare at piles of Amazon boxes that I need to open and wrap. But I did all my Amazon shopping online. I wasn't going to go to the mall. I, Not that I wouldn't go to the mall. It just, if I could do it online, then why not? You know, then why not? Instead of trying to take a trip to the mall during this crazy time, having to deal with wearing a mask the entire time. I just, I would much rather just stay home and be comfortable and just get stuff delivered to me. Um, this thing's, this part's really sad, but no Santa. Uh, I, my daughter, last year I took her to see Santa at the mall. Um, we got these great pictures of her and there's no Santa visits this year. I mean, I do not want to take my kids to go see Santa behind a glass with a mask. You have to make appointments, so it's super limited. There's going to be no Santa visits for a lot of children this year. And that's just, it's so sad. I feel so bad about kids not being able to see Santa this year. And then no holiday events. Actually, just today, earlier today, I had my quote-unquote work holiday party via Zoom. It wasn't a holiday party. It was like a 40-minute meeting. Um, it wasn't holiday party. It's not. It's not what we're used to, you know? There was no celebrating, no tasting of, you know, no eating, no foods, no drinking, none of that, you know? Um, it's just, we're not going to have those normal holiday parties and mixers and events that we all go to. I really like going to the, um, the Dickens Fair, which is over in, uh, in San Francisco at Cow Palace. I like doing that. I went um, a few years ago and I've been dying for my daughter to be kind of old enough to go. And I think she is this year. You know, I could have taken her, but that's not going to happen. I'm not going to do that. Um, and so I don't know. It's just, it's so hard when we're in a season of togetherness and giving to be told to stay away from each other. 
I know um, I have friends where their families, like, and they live here locally. Let me um, get this, uh, get the story straight. They live here locally, um, but they don't live together. And they did not get together for Thanksgiving because the parents are elderly or whatever it is. And they um, they may have health, pre-existing health conditions. And so they didn't want their kids coming home for Thanksgiving. They didn't want everybody getting together for Thanksgiving. And it's so sad. It's really sad. I mean, I totally respect the parents' decision, especially if there are um, underlying health conditions. I mean, I get it, but it's so sad. It's so sad to me. It just breaks my heart that people can't get together like they would normally want to get together. And now I'm realizing with us being in the lockdown again, this may be happening for a lot of us this Christmas too. A lot of people may be spending Christmas alone or in their little circle or away from their, over Zoom, um, it's just so hard. It's been so hard, you guys. So how will we cope? What are we doing to cope? How will we cope? Um, I am a firm believer. I don't know if you guys have paid attention to this trend or not, but in the beginning, it, back in March when we first started the uh, shelter in place and um, lockdown, so to say, everyone was saying, we need to social distance. We need to social distance. We need to social distance. No, we don't need to social distance. We need to physically distance from one another. Meaning I need to be physically six feet away from you. But at this point in time, when we're all feeling so isolated and so alone, we do not need to be socially distant. We need to be reaching out to each other. We need to be getting on those FaceTime calls. We need to be getting on those Zoom chats, uh, doing the little house parties. Uh, when I say house parties, that's an app for your phone. Uh, so uh, use the house party app, get your friends on there. We need to stay as social and as connected to each other as possible in a time where we're being forced to isolate. It is not social distancing, it is physical distancing. And so that is the term that I use. I know a lot of people um, switch to using that term uh, kind of April, May-ish. And I am a firm believer that we need to be social but we need to be physically distant, not socially distant. Um, another thing is your safe circles. Do you have people? I mean, I live in the real world. I'm realistic. I have a daughter. She has friends, people that I want to see my friends like Tej, right? Tej has a son. I basically have hung out with Fabian and Tej since this entire, you know, COVID pandemic. Um, there's a level of trust there. It's kind of our safe circle where we all kind of know where each other goes anyway. Um, we stay away from each other. If, if people aren't feeling well, we don't put anybody at risk. Um, when we go out and do things together, we wear our masks. Um, and we really only hang out either here in my home or at Fabian's home. So that's my safe circle. My family is my safe circle. Um, my mom uh, lives very close to me and she will come and go. I will come and go. My dad and brother are in Southern California through this entire pandemic. They have actually traveled and came up here um, and been with us. And we know what they're doing. We know where they're going. They're part of my safe circle. Um, you know, they're and I'm as long as everyone's being smart and no one's being stupid, I, I'm i okay with that. Like, I don't know, you know, I, I read this statistic this morning. It's like the U.S. has crossed over 300,000 deaths due to COVID-19. 
the attitude of this isn't real, the attitude of I don't need to wear a mask when I go out, um, the attitude of, oh, I'm not sick, it's just a little sniffle, it doesn't matter if I go to the grocery store, I do this or that, that needs to stop. You need to put your mask on, you need to stay home if you're any sort of type of way of feeling not good. Um, you know, it, it's definitely real. 300,000 deaths is, um, alarming. It is sobering. It is eye-opening. It's a lot of things. So we just can't be stupid. And I'm not one of those people that is stupid and do things recklessly, but I do need to be able to survive this lockdown. I need to survive it. I'm not talking about physically, but I'm talking about mentally. So, yeah, I do have a safe circle of of two homes that I frequent. I do, you know, we've kind of developed the safe circle. We know what's up. We know that, that we're safe. So we do see each other. Um, and I think it's just, it's about keeping that mental health. I mean, I'm going crazy. I cannot take this. Um, my brother was supposed to get married in May and his wedding got postponed. We postponed it till July. Then it got postponed again. And it's driving me nuts because I planned his entire wedding. Uh, it's, it's the reason why I went to India in February, um, earlier this year was to do all this wedding shopping, but it got postponed twice. And now we're at the point where we're just waiting. I'm not even rescheduling his wedding until I know that like we can actually have it. Um, it's just not, it's just, it's just not worth it at this point in time. It's just not worth it. Um, my mental health during the last lockdown, it was fine, but I really hate telecommuting. Um, there are those people that just thrive being at home and being able to work from home in their pajamas and do whatever. I am not those people. I am a creature of habit. I like waking up with a purpose. I like doing what I need to do. I like coming home with a purpose. You know, when I, I don't like my worlds to mix like that. I really don't like my worlds to commingle like that. Um, and I think that my uh, employers, my place of business, I was very vocal about the fact that I did not enjoy working from home. So, um, you know, they were very accommodating this time and I'm kind of working a hybrid schedule um, because I do work alone in my office. So I, I have been able to work a hybrid schedule this time around where I am working from home, but I'm allowed to go into the office a couple days a week, a few days a week, um, just so I can focus and, and get away from being at home. And you know what? It, it's just, I'm more efficient and it just, it helps with my mental health. It just gives me what I need to continue moving on, to continue going and to stay healthy through this pandemic. The other thing is, what are people doing? Are, are we going underground? Are people just going underground to get everything they need? Um, I'm not going to lie, but during during the last pandemic, I, I went underground. I did. I went underground for my nails and I went underground for my hair. I did. Um, I have a trusted hairdresser. She would literally... Um, be, I, it would be me and her and she would do my hair. I think she did it twice during the first lockdown. And I also have a trusted nail lady and, um, they did my nails, um, at least three or four times during the lockdown. Um, 
And I just, I don't know. I, I was smart. I wore a mask. It was one-on-one. There was, uh, there weren't other people there. Uh, people are taking temperatures. They're wearing masks. They're ta- taking extra sanitization um, processes. Everything that they were basically allowed to do when they're, uh, when they were allowed to open with the, uh, new COVID guidelines, they're still doing and, and just doing it underground. And I get it. I mean, I'm really torn because I get it. I, it's, it's so hard because that 300,000 number is so real and nobody wants to keep seeing that number rise. And then on the flip side, I see the small businesses who are struggling to pay their rent to not lose their business that they've invested their entire life into, and then to put food on the table and take care of their family. Um, it's so hard. What's what's right and what's wrong at that point? I mean, the, the places that I have gone um, underground, so to say, uh, they have been super cautious. They followed all COVID guidelines. They haven't had overcrowding. It hasn't been like a blatant disrespect of the rules or anything like that. It's literally been, I know you, I need to keep the lights on and food on the table. I'm going to do this. And I can't blame those people. I really can't. I don't, so many businesses have closed already since March. I don't want to continue seeing businesses close. It's so sad, especially during this time. It's the holiday season, and it's it's so sad to see these places that I love, people that I've made relationships with, businesses, whatever it is, to see them close their doors because of COVID-19. And part of me also thinks like, hey, they were allowed to be open a, a couple weeks ago, and there's no real data. Is it is it their businesses and people frequenting their businesses that are making the cases go up? Or is it these super smarter parties and people that aren't wearing masks and people that just aren't being smart? They're going out when they're sick. They're not wearing masks. They're attending large-scale events that are underground. I mean... I don't know. I I need to support the small businesses. There's, I just, it's it's so hard because I feel like we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. And I, I'm one of those people that I, you know, I travel alone. I I, I walk around downtown alone. I take Ubers all the time. Like, I, I don't like. I'm not somebody who lives my life in fear, and I don't want to live my life fearful of. Uh, well, I shouldn't go to the grocery store because I may catch COVID. Well, I shouldn't go to Costco because I may catch COVID, even though I need to get stuff. Uh, you know, I shouldn't go to see my friend who cuts my hair and when it's just me and her and she's wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask and she's healthy and I'm healthy because I may catch COVID. Like, I'm being smart. I'm using my brain. I feel like the people that I know are using their brains. They're trying to survive. They're being smart. And it's... It's just hard. You know, I get it. I get it. It's there's no in my opinion, I don't think I can come up with the right answer here. I I really don't because I don't want to be a hypocrite and be like, "Well, I stayed home the entire shelter in place. Everybody needs to stay home or that 300,000 number is going to keep rising." No, that's not true. I have done things, but smart things, done things smartly where I've worn masks, where I've gone with my safe circles only where I have taken precautions when I've gone into a place of business that I know is open uh, under the radar. You know, it's really hard. And I think if you can, if you have an income, so many people have lost their jobs and they haven't been working. I said it in the Giving Thanks episode uh, near Thanksgiving, but 
I, I'm super thankful that I have been able to keep working during this entire pandemic. A lot of restaurants and small businesses have already closed and the restaurants are really struggling here in Sacramento, locally, Elk Grove, Sacramento, whatever it is. And they are getting creative with what they're doing. Um, I saw Zocalo's is selling drink kits, which is cool because they have great drinks. Actually, um, I go to happy hours there often. So they're selling drink kits to kind of um, still drum up some business so you can get your favorite drinks. I know that um, Lowbrow selling their drinks. They're doing all their food to go. Um, the quintessential Sacramento uh, dive bar, Golden Bear. They've got food. They've got awesome food, by the way. Uh, but they've, they're doing their food. They're doing their drinks. They had these, um, God, I can't remember. They were like these quarantine packs they were selling. Quarantine relief packs, something like that, during the first lockdown. Um, you know, I, I, if you can afford to, if you're working and you have a little bit of expendable income, please try to support these local restaurants that are trying to think outside of the box to keep their doors open and their employees working and their employees able to put food on their tables at home. Um, a, a lot of bars are also selling their good, high-quality booze. You can I'm a bourbon drinker. You can get great bottles of bourbon for fairly reasonable prices right now from bars and restaurants that are selling their stock just to kind of drum up business and keep things going. So if you can do it, please, please, please um, try to support your local restaurants and uh, businesses if you can. And I would just say, you know, keep keep your friends close this holiday season. Be thankful for what you have. Really, um, it's been a really tough year for everybody. I don't have the right answer. I think you need to do what works for you. But I will ask you to just please mask up. I will ask you to stay home if you're if you're not feeling well. If you even have a sniffle, please stay home. Um, I will ask you to not try not to go to these super spreader events, man. Just try to be smart. Try to stay home. Be smart when you do have to go out or when you do need to get that little social fix. Uh, you know, stay physically distant, but not socially distant. You guys, we need each other. And I think this year, it really isn't about the presents that are under the tree, but it's the presence of people in your life. I know, super corny, but it's actually quite true for this year. I, I think we need to keep just keep going keep your head up work out if that makes you feel better i know it makes me feel better or do nothing do nothing if there's a day that you just feel like trash and you're like i feel like garbage i hate my life i hate covid i hate being stuck at home i just want to lay and do nothing then do nothing i give you permission nobody is going to judge you it's okay to shut down, you know? It's okay to shut down for a day. It's okay to uh, technologically shut down too. I mean, I don't watch the news. I very rarely watch the news because I just, I, I don't like it. It's sensationalized, it's overload. I'd rather read my news or get my news from Fabian's uh, Facebook posts. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't watch the news. I like shutting down from time to time. So, you know, do what you need to do to keep yourself sane. Um, I, I, I can't stand watching the news on a, on day-to-day -day life. Like, I haven't watched the news for years. So during this time, I, I hate it even more. Um, even during the election, I hated watching the news. You know, I just read my news. It makes me feel a lot better. Um, be responsible, you guys. Be smart. Don't be reckless. Don't, don't be reckless. 300,000 is a sobering fucking number. Please do not be reckless this holiday season. 
I don't want, you know, I know people who have family members who have died from COVID. It's legit. It's real. And at the same time, I'm over, I'm over here telling you, hey, well, I have a safe circle and I do this and I do that. Yeah, I do. But I'm safe about it. I, I'm not reckless at all. Um, I, just don't be stupid, man. Put, wear your mask. Stay physically distant and stay home if you're not feeling well. And don't try and go out unless you really need to. Um, if anybody out there needs to talk, please feel free to shoot me an email. Um, at uh, You can find it on the website, timepasspodcast.com, or you can just uh, email me directly, timepasspodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or a, a message on uh, Facebook uh, off the Time Pass Podcast Facebook page. I promise I will respond if anybody needs to talk and you're bored. Hey, I'm bored all the time, so reach out to me. I promise I'll respond. Um, support each other. Reach out to people you know. Reach out to people you haven't heard from in a while. Uh, during this time, you know, I always tell you guys to stay authentic, but this time, like, stay authentic. Try to stay you. Do what you need to do to stay sane. Um, let's just say that last lockdown, White Claw got a lot of my money. I should have invested some stock into it. So uh, do what you need to do to stay sane, man. Just do what you need to do. That's all I got for you guys today. Uh, hey, if you, it's just a sobering kind of Christmas episode today, but I want to wish you guys happy holidays. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, you know, whatever it is that you're celebrating, uh, just, you know, try to keep it light, try to stay positive and, uh, stay authentic, you guys. All right. Shoot me, uh, some feedback on this episode, DM message, email off of the website, timepasspodcast.com. Um, and if you have a moment, please do write me a review at iPodcasts, um, or give me a star rating on there. It does really help me out and, uh, drop me a line, stay authentic and I will see you next time. Happy holidays.